breaking down preseason week number one, looking ahead to the best preseason battles, position battles in preseason week number two, and some very interesting comments and ideas about Sam Darnold, QB2, or QB1, maybe. All coming up on today's Locked On 49ers. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, Brian Peacock and Nicholas Winkler with you on this Winky Wednesday edition. It's a Winky Tuesday evening if you're following along and and catching us first thing on YouTube when we throw up the podcast in the evening as we do from time to time. Usually every single day we do that. I like to have them for you fresh in the morning. So uh, no matter how early you get up and go to work, you've got a fresh podcast in your feed at BD Peacock at Bay Area Wink. You might ask, where's Mr. Eric Crocker? Crocker still uh still on his way across the country from las vegas to arkansas it's a hell of a drive it's like um, a multi-day drive so he's doing that thing and uh we're we're gonna have croc back with us tomorrow and he'll have his thoughts on on preseason football and everything going on he's probably had an opportunity to uh to uh, think about that football game numerous times and i want to get what uh, his angle was being in las vegas and he had a pretty cool experience there with one of his heroes charles woodson at, a, at an event at a it was kind of a Raiders event, but he was the 49ers voice there at that event with Charles Woodson, which is pretty cool. So we'll get Croc back on the show tomorrow. Uh, thanks everybody for making us your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Shout out to all the everydayers. The everydayers know who he is, Nick Winkler, our weekly guest here on the pod, aka the voice of the fan, and my former colleague, a former podcast host of mine, a colleague in the radio business. And so it's always fun to catch up, Nick. And I'm sure. Uh, there's something you're stinking on. We, we used to do the wink and the stink when things were going bad. Uh, the, that preseason game was not a beautiful watch for 49ers fans. So uh, if you want to get that one off your chest first, what were your thoughts on preseason week number one? Well, as voice of the fan, I think we were all collectively thinking, <laughs> what the hell was that? Like, come on, we wait so long to see some football. And we know it's going to be backups. And we know it's not going to be pretty because it's preseason and this and that. But you're looking for some bright spots, too. And there just weren't a whole lot that came out of this game. I got a couple. But but it's like, just looked like bad play after bad play. And the defense just getting run through. And it was it was a hard watch. You know, as somebody who knows it doesn't count. You know, it's a preseason game. You don't necessarily have to watch it if you don't have to. But me, along with everybody else, I'm sure that's listening right now, watched every snap of that game because it's 49ers football. And that's what we do. And it was it was painful, especially to the Raiders. Like, you just you just don't want to look like that against the Raiders. It's yeah, just, it I, a I bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> I got some comments on YouTube like, oh, the 49ers were bad, huh? What about the Raiders are really good? And I was like, I don't know, unless they find uh, the, the, the second coming of Aaron Donald as one of their backup defensive linemen. I think it was more about the uh, the 49ers potentially not, not playing great in that football game. Uh, there's an idea out there floating around, Wink, that maybe Kyle Shanahan was kind of overlooking the first preseason game because he was really worried about the joint practices and getting his work with the ones. And, uh, you know, nobody was playing in the, uh, in the preseason game. And so it was sort of an afterthought. And it kind of looked like it, like they didn't practice any of those plays during the joint practices or – showed them all the plays during the joint practices and just ran the same ones so they knew it was coming. That's the what the West would have felt like. That's what it feels like because we talk about it, right, leading up to this. We're like, what's it going to be? Well, it's going to be vanilla. We know that. We're not going to see a lot of these really fun-looking plays that Kyle's worked on in the offseason that are going to be a new wrinkle to his offense, which we know we're going to see come week one, week two, week three. He's going to start rolling these things out, this play that leads into this play that sets up this play. And there was none of that 
on Sunday. It was it was just straight. Hey, we're going to either you know drop back pass or we're just going to hand the ball off. And so as a 49er fan, just relax, just chill out. Like nobody won or lost a job during this game. I think a few people definitely opened some eyes, good and bad. And uh, and that's kind of what preseason games are for. I think we're going to know a lot more this weekend uh, in, in the second preseason game for sure. Trey Lance certainly didn't come out, you know, in rhythm mm-hmm. and nobody really on the offense did. Uh, did you come away disappointed? Did you come away with any big takes on Trey Lance? Or yeah, are you of the I mindset mean, that it's like, at ah, preseason game, hasn't played some, since September, let's not weigh this one too much? I mean, that's kind of how you justify it, right? Because when you're watching it, you want to see him do well. You want him to succeed. You want Trey Lance to come out and look great and be on time and being throwing accurate balls and have time to throw in the pocket. Clearly not all his fault. The, the offensive line did not look good in this game. Trey Lance looked very indecisive. He just, there was so many times where I'm like, throw the ball. Throw. Uh, okay. All right. You know what I'm like? It's preseason. Relax. Relax. Yeah. But- yeah I think that was the worst. Like what? The interception, and and I love how Kyle put it. I think Kyle nailed it after the game when he talked about Trey Lance. And, you know, he didn't crush Trey Lance. He thought, you know, he was hoping he was going to, you know, have a couple of longer drives there at the end once they they got a little rhythm and the offense started rolling. Um, But he looked at it, and and I didn't hear his comments until I had gone back through the film and watched the game again. It was like the intercept or the the nearly intercepted ball that became a touchdown at the end of the fourth drive, I believe it was, for the 49ers in that game. He's like, yeah, I mean, I, he, Kyle was like, I liked that he let it rip. And I think that's yeah. what we all were watching that game. There's too indecisive. And at this point, I know he hasn't played a lot, but year three, you're running vanilla stuff. You should feel a little bit more comfortable. And he just didn't look that comfortable. But I just like seeing him let it rip. I don't care if it bounced off a, a Raiders chest. He saw something, he took a shot at it, and he fired the thing in there. I want to see more of that from him. And I think we'll see a lot more good than bad if he is letting it rip. Yeah, I mean, we just need to see more chances, right? We need to see more opportunities. We need to see him actually out there playing football. I don't remember where I saw it. It was a great tweet. And it broke down his high school snaps, his college snaps, and every snap he's taken in a pro NFL game. And I don't remember which quarterback it was, but it was like he it was less than what one quarterback had last season, which is that might have been my tweet. So this was going into last season, actually. It was last offseason. And Tom Brady led the league in attempts like 700 and something attempts like Tom Brady threw the heck out of the ball in 2021. And so Trey Lance was coming into his first year as a starter and Tom Brady had thrown more passes in, in like the, my angle for it was at that time was like, look, this is one of the 32 quarterbacks Trey Lance is going to be competing with this year in his first year as a starter. This guy in just his most recent season, Tom Brady attempted like 700 passes, which was more than NFL, college, and high school combined for Trey Lance. And guess what? He has 20 years of pro experience in front of that as well. So that was like how far away experience-wise Trey Lance is with one of his peers. Now, Tom Brady since retired, but Trey Lance got a a game plus last year added to that. Still not much at all. It's unbelievable. And I actually have an updated one from my my buddy Jeff Dini, friend of the program, uh, PFF analyst, uh, this is this offseason before the season starts here. So this is the number of career dropbacks in the NFL plus college for the 49ers quarterbacks. Sam Darnold has nearly 3,000, 2,950. Brock Purdy, 1,940, played a ton of college ball. Uh, Brandon Allen hasn't played much in the NFL and, and you know played a couple of years, started a couple of years, I believe, for, uh, I think it's Arkansas, right, uh, in college. 
And I liked him in college coming out. And he has 1,076 NFL college uh, career dropbacks, not just snaps, but these are, you know, dropbacks, passing attempts or scrambles in college and, uh, and in the NFL. And Trey Lance has half as many as Brandon Allen, 495. So 2,500 less dropbacks than Sam Darnold. And you see that in a preseason game, number one, when a guy like Sam Darnold, who's probably kind of annoyed that he's in the second half of preseason week, number one playing as is Brandon Allen, uh, you know, these guys were, were, were much playing much earlier last year in their, respective preseason games and you know Sam Darnold's just he started 55 games and Trey Lance has started four games and and you see that he looked much more like a veteran quarterback and much more ready to play today but it's not about today there's there's a bigger picture here so do you want to see the same setup again this weekend do you want to see a whole half of Lance again just to kind of give him that time right let him make the mistakes let give him time in the offense to work things out and figure it out or would you rather see Darnold get those snaps coming in this weekend and see how he looks in this Kyle Shanahan offense so I have a feeling and I still feel like it's going to go this way because Trey Lance because all of the and we're going to get into some of the uh the the comments from people who are plugged into the 49ers referred to from Mike Silver. Where I've got a quote here from uh, Greg Papa, 49ers play by play guy uh, who talks to the coaches, you know, before every game. And then he's, he's around. Um, those are people that would know they're plugged in. We see it here from Schefter, national media, guys like Rappaport, Albert Breer, stuff like that. But you don't really see it play out in practice and on the field. Trey Lance has been first in everything all off season, OTAs, first snaps, uh, training camp, first snaps. And so when, and it started the first preseason game. So it'll be a big flip if Darnold goes first. But I have a feeling Kyle has always wanted to be like a, a fair competition. And I expected mm. Trey to start the first one and Sam to start the second one. So Same. whether it, whether Brock plays or not, I'm not sure. But I think I think there's an opportunity for Sam to go first. And if Sam's better again, Sam, Sam will stay ahead of Trey Lance. Yeah. I have a feeling yeah, that's the way right. it's going to go. So Trey might only really have one more to show something that he should be the number two over Sam Darnold. Um, but if Sam Darnold does play first, and especially if Brock Purdy plays also, then they should get out quickly because we need, Trey needs the most. Trey needs, like, yep. whether it's second and third quarter, the entire first half, the entire second half, whatever it is, he needs to play, like, another full half and get as many reps underneath his belt as possible. And I think he will. I think even if you do see him come in, you know, in the in the third quarter or something like that, I bet he plays well into the fourth. And I think they kind of know what they've got in Brandon Allen. He he has a little bit more tape than than Lance does at this point. And like you said, just a, a lot more snaps. But before we get off of this game real quick, I did want to kind of give a shout out to a couple of guys I thought played well in the game. I'm sure you've already touched on it many times, but oh, save save that for save for next. Yeah, let, let's tease that one because Wink was in the stink to start here. We're going we're gonna to give you the positives from yeah. week number one, the comments from Greg Papa about Sam Darnold, maybe even pushing beyond number two QB for the San Francisco 49ers, which sounds kind of bonkers, I know. But uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll hear the <laughs> – maybe we'll give you the audio here. And then, um, yeah, some of the other position battles going on in preseason week two and three coming up next. Today's episode of – Locked on 49ers is brought to you by Nutrafol. You don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. Nutrafol provides a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair. No drugs, no compromises, just better hair. Did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? It's normal, but 
it doesn't have to be your fate. You can get ahead of thinning hair with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Cover that scalp. Nutrafol's hair growth supplements use physician-formulated natural science-based ingredients. Their drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health and those types of side effects uh, with Nutrafol. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code LOCKEDONNFL. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men. That is spelled Nutrafol, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash men and enter promo code locked on NFL. That's neutral.com slash men promo code locked on NFL. All right. How about some positive takeaways wink from preseason? Number one, uh, who'd you get excited about out there on the football field for the 49ers? Yeah. I mean, I think Ronnie bell just instantly stood out, right? I mean, he looked like a, a good late round steal yet again for the 49ers as they like to do. Uh, he just looked explosive. He looked like he understood what he was doing out there. And that's, that's what you want to see when you're, you know, you're out there running with the twos and the threes and you want, you want someone to stand out. And I think right. if anybody overall, I think Ronnie Bell maybe had the best game. I think the second best or maybe even close to that is a guy you don't want to have a great game. And that's my boy, Mitch Wishnowski because he looks fantastic <laughs> coming off of his injury. It averaging 49 yards a punt, had one chance to kick it in the 20 and did. I mean, he, he's a stud. And Mitch Wisnowski looks at preseason or mid midseason form. I forgot he started camp on the injured list. Yeah. And the 49ers were like, we're not even going to bring in some other kicker to screw around. Like, ah, we're going to wait for Mitch. We know to come what we got. Weeks because, yeah. Uh, so Wink's already on the wish watch for 2023. I love that one. Always. Yeah. How about Jalen Graham? I thought he played well, kind of had a nose for the ball. Same with Jair Brown, a couple of guys that. You know, just really, you could tell, understand football and really are ball hawks. Both of them around the ball. I, I think it's the overriding, it's really the overriding theme for the whole game. It was who was yeah. playing fast and who was not. Ronnie Bell, yeah, a rookie seventh rounder, playing fast. Yeah. Uh, Braden Willis, a rookie seventh rounder, playing fast. Jalen Graham, rookie seventh rounder. D Winters, a uh, rookie yeah. sixth round linebacker. All those guys playing fast and your, you know, your third year quarterback playing slow. And so Sean Jameson looking quick out there too on yeah. returns, like just oh, looking actually, good. He kind of played, he played fast slowly. Yeah. You know he was mean? patient. Like, he looked like yeah. Le'Veon Bell a little bit, where he's just like, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait for so long. It was like, oh dude, he it was like, oh, this is a walk in the park. Here's the whole boom. I'm gonna take boom, it. That was awesome. it that was and you know, return. Kyle was- loves that like one step in the dirt and go kind of speed. Hey. Oh my God, I didn't think about that before. We had the wide back. What about the, uh, well, it's already a cornerback, so you can't call it that. Uh, what would it be for? <laughs> <laughs> Got to think of a new name for this guy. Running back, a little wide zone. You you get in an injury crunch, you put that number 22 back there in the backfield and and let him run the football. I Don't like it. That. Yeah. Evan Hester's explosive, style, right? Yeah, yeah. Set him in motion. It's get he the defense thinking. That Hester has, but like he got that, he got to the 40 yard line too easily almost he's like oh this is simple yeah. this is like this is what i, I mean, do and i watched the tape on... the... go ahead no, i was just saying if you look at the box score it doesn't look great because there were a lot of penalties but it wasn't because of the penalties oh, right. yeah that he was doing well that he looked yeah. good out there 
confident. It's exciting. So yeah, let's see what's love that. from the rookies. Um, things maybe we're going a little fast for for Jake Moody. Maybe the heart beating a little bit more in real game action or semi real game action versus just nailing everything in practice. So that was a uh, dude, which and, he did again today at practice. Made them all no problem. Right, exactly. <laughs> so look and you know hopefully he's he just kicked he makes them all the next time and overcorrected from the first miss because he yes. nearly missed the extra point the same way to the left side sure did. And hit really left and then missed it opposite right so maybe getting his head a little bit things tighten up for you too and like it's kind of been the thing it's it's the thing with trey too and the thing with moody different positions different draft slots but trading up to number three yeah if, if trey lance was just even a regular first round pick or a late first round pick or a third round pick nobody would care brock purdy's the starter who cares what happens yep. but the like the the battles we had over who's the best quarterback in the draft, who are they going to draft from March 2021 on, right? And going up and spending everything they spent to go get their quarterback and everyone had their own favorite quarterback picked and then Trey Lance ends up being the guy. And then, you know, just the, the whole – the whole process has been wild. So that's why there's so much focus on Trey Lance and then kicker. It's different, but still like third round kicker. It's like, okay, we got a, we got a, a veteran kicker who's who wants to resign apparently, or is willing to mm-hmm. resign that uh, hasn't missed a playoff kick at like, does not miss has not hundred yeah. percent. And you're like, okay, but no, we're going to, we're going to draft a third round kicker. <laughs> and then you start, of course he comes kick. out. And, and misses his first two kicks. Right. And it's like, oh my God. And the microscope's gonna be on him. So more questions mm-hmm. and just more eyeballs on it might make a make it a, make for a, a a little tighter human being, right? So that's that's the worry there. And hopefully he gets over it and he, he seems like the not the type to uh to be the guy that would have the yips, maybe, but um once you start missing him. Scary. I mean, it's like it's the you, you block effect, right? man. You know what it's like when you stand at like first tee, you get to the you, oh, you go yeah. golfing, you go on the first tee, you're hit, you're striping them in the at the range, and then there's like people watching and strangers watching, and you're teeing off first, and you're like, oh, okay, it's kind of weird, you know? And you just yeah. like hit a I don't know, three quarters speed down the just hit the fairway. Just don't don't have yeah. to yell. You're like, it. I don't even care how far it goes, just hit it straight. I don't want to be <laughs> over there in that fairway. I don't want to be looking in that rough down there. I don't want to dribble it forward either i don't want to hit a sky ball yeah, I swear things going through your minute. mind <laughs> right yeah i'm sure moody had a little bit of that going on and money we'll, on we'll the chalk line. it up to first game well yeah of course he's yeah. got a lot of money on the line he's got a contract he needs a job <laughs> uh okay um any other standouts to you before we move on to uh the comments about sam darnold from mr greg papa yeah, I thought Fumagalli looked pretty good too. I mean, you know, out there just kind of trying to get a, a third string, you know, tight end job. And I think he he shown well. It, it looked good. It was already really tight. That's the, that's easily the best training camp battle right now. And Fumagalli yeah. wasn't really part of the conversation because it was the two draft pick, mm-hmm. Latu, the third rounder, which things speaking about things moving fast, he looks Oof. really overwhelmed right now. And, yeah. uh, you know, practice hasn't been good for him either. Drops, fumbles. Um, the seventh rounder out playing him right now. You have the two veteran guys that aren't locks to make the roster. And so that's four and not counting George Kittle, who's, you know, the lockiest of locks. And then Fumagalli says, no, guess what? I'm going to be the best tight end in preseason football. How about that? And so yeah, I liked it. He looked like he understood what was going on. Same thing. Good block. Good, making a little yeah, play no yeah. good hands. Like I was impressed. I know yeah, it's one game and, you know, he's probably a long shot at this point to, to make the squad, but hey, these are the guys you root for, right? You keep an eye on. 
highest PFF grade for the entire game as well was Fumagalli. Look at that. So, Gosh, I, I don't even want to look at what the offensive lines <laughs> grades were. They were not they were, good. Uh, they're, they were surprisingly not terrible because some of the run blocking grades for guys that were getting. Oh, sure. Them. So now, that was the one I thought Zakel was going to have a because I thought he had the roughest day of any 49er. So rough. His, his run blocking grades were good enough to buoy his pass blocking. He did have the worst pass blocking grade. It was bad. Uh, you know, screen door out there. Just letting yeah. everybody in. Just open, close, open, close. Back. That was, that was, oh. it was like, you can't, your offense can't function. Get him out of the game. No. I don't care if it's preseason. No, you have to. You have your your the rest of your guys have to be able to practice, and you can't practice. Yeah, you got to protect your guys too. You don't want your quarterback yeah. taking big hits because your right guard can't block anybody. Like, come well, on, that was a little bit frustrating. Uh, but maybe that's how good the uh, backup and third string D line is for the for the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't know. We'll see. Well, that's where numbers at. lie, right? I mean, you look at the box score for for Trey Lance too, and it looks fantastic. Oh, it was and, like a hundred and eleven QB rating or something. You're like, right. no. And Brandon Allen's the one that ends up with the touchdown or the interception. It went right yeah. through somebody's hands, and he had some really nice throws. I thought he played yeah. the best quarterback, actually, for the 49ers in that game. And, you know, Dan, uh, Sam Darnold was good, too. What about Sam Darnold? Hmm. Not only is he locked into QB2, is he potentially even closer to QB1 than QB3? Let's talk about that one next. Thank you once again, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Shout out to all the everydayers out there. Make sure you are one. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcasts. All right, Wink, did you hear the comments from Greg Papa? Um, I did. I don't want to actually play the audio just in case. You know, it's a KMBR radio, local radio, my, uh, you know, my former workplace. Uh, I don't want to get anybody mad at me because I'm rebroadcasting their audio here, but I'm going to give you a little bit of the, the quote from Greg Papa talking about Sam Darnold. He said, to me, Sam Darnold is clearly a better player than Trey Lance. It's not close. And... I think Sam can push Brock Purdy, honestly. So, what are your thoughts there? Was he is he is is Sam Darnold a better player today? How much does that factor into the decisions the 49ers make here at quarterback in the next month? And is is Darnold so good? Do you think the 49ers like him so much that that he's actually pushing Purdy more so than competing with Lance? I've never heard that one. That was a, I was a little surprised to hear that from Greg Papa. And Greg Papa talks to the coaches. He talks to Kyle Shanahan, right? They do pregame work to, to prepare for these broadcasts. He's around the building. You know, Mike Silver said something somewhat similar last week about, you know, cutting Trey Lance. I, I think, you know, he was more about, you know, maybe I think cutting was probably not accurate because salary cap stuff, you, you would, it costs more to cut him than to keep him. So that would surprise me. Uh, but if they give them away in a trade, that might be something that uh, that is in the cards if the 49ers really like Darnold and Allen that much. What do you think? So, I mean, to me, obviously, I don't think he's pushing Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy has got this number one spot locked up unless he you know falls on his face for a few games in a row. It's going to be his job. But, I mean, you mentioned a trade. I mean, maybe this is the 49ers brass kind of putting it out there like, hey, we got – too many quarterbacks right now. We need to trade one of them. Look at this Sam Darnold guy. He's fantastic. He's pushing our number one. He's clearly our number two. Like anybody need a backup quarterback? We got a bunch of them. Who? Which one do you want? You know, like, and if you if he does come out Ooh. and starts preseason game two, looks great. Do the 49ers trade Sam Darnold? Do they get something for him? Does that really boost his stock way up and actually makes him more valuable to the 49ers by going elsewhere? Them by sticking around. I mean, he he did look good. He didn't look great, but he looked like he understood the offense pretty well. 
for a guy that, you know, hasn't even been there for a full year. That, that was pretty impressive to see. Uh, I'd like to see him play more. I'd like to see him out there for multiple snaps early in the game, which we're probably going to see this weekend. Um, but for him to possibly push Lance, yeah, I think right now he probably is a better quarterback than Trey Lance. It's not Trey Lance's fault. He just hasn't had the time. But based on what we've seen from Sam Darnold, especially towards the end of last season, he looked great. He looked fantastic. And now he's in a better offense, better weapons, got to have a better offensive line when the season starts. Like, why not? Why can't Sam Darnold be be a, the next big thing in the NFL if he's starting under center for the 49ers? Don't think he's going to. Yeah. But he could, sure. And he's had some good practices. Trey's had some good practices. Brock's had some good practices. I think there probably hasn't been a lot of separation if you were just starting. Everybody was starting from scratch and you were just watching these guys play i don't think there's even been a, a huge you know one guy's amazingly better than any of the others really with all four of the quarterbacks in 49ers practice they all have strengths and weaknesses and they've all had good days and bad days um but we know they didn't start from from zero they, you know they didn't all start at the same spot um right. and with sam darnold clearly looked more comfortable in the first preseason game i, I don't think there's any doubt there and then there's the uh, idea of floor versus ceiling if you're looking at a backup quarterback and you're not going to get a ton of reps for Trey, the development's not going to happen. Like the development is not going to continue like you would need for him to be what he needs to be after the preseason is over. And does the veteran fit better as your backup quarterback or having a veteran like Allen around or Darnold around as the number three and still keeping Lance that way you have both, you know, you got the upside, you got the high floor, um, Kyle clearly thinks there's still some upside with Sam Darnold too. So I'm sure that's a factor. Uh, but I mean, obviously he looked more comfortable, but that's a guy we just went through the numbers, 3000 dropbacks versus 500 dropbacks. Right. Yeah. And Darnold didn't even play that much in college. He only played two seasons in college and 55 starts versus four starts. How about this and, one? Rick? Let me, let me give you this. Let me give you this. All right. What you got? So Sam Darnold, uh, 55 starts in the NFL. Trey Lance has had four starts in the NFL. Here are let's let's project that that Trey Lance gets a start, right? His next start will be his fifth start in the NFL. What would that look like? Do you think it would be better than Sam Darnold's fifth start in the NFL? Here's Sam Darnold's fifth start in the NFL. We're going back to November 2018 against the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins beat the New York Jets 13 to 6. Sam Darnold, 21 of 39 passing. Just 53%, 53.8%, almost 54%. For 229 yards, zero touchdowns, four interceptions. That was mm. Sam Darnold's fifth start in the NFL. You know, that's where Trey Lance is experience-wise right now in the NFL. So it would be weird to expect this number three pick to be better than that number three pick at this point, you know, and then there's to coaching be, and, and talent around add to that. Right. So to be fair, this was Sam Darnold's fifth game in the NFL, period. Whereas Trey Lance is now entering his third season. Yes, he's been injured, but he's been around. He's been I around mean, the NFL, right? Trey Lance uh, has four more starts experience than Greg Papa does over those three years, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they're both watching the game. They're both watching the games. Pop's not going You're not wrong. But neither was Trey with the, with the broken ankle. Right, right. No, I mean, to me, honestly, do with the 49ers, let's say, you know, Obviously, I don't want any of this to happen. Let's say there's a setback or something happens to Brock Purdy. Do they really feel comfortable going with Trey Lance as the starter when they've loved what they've seen from Sam Darnold? Would it? Would they? And you have the experience. You have a team that's ready to win now. You have a team that is Super Bowl 
bound, right? I mean, this is what the goal is this season. It's not to win the division or get to the playoffs, both cool things, but the 49ers want to win a sixth championship. That's it, plain and simple. So in order to do that, who gives them the best chance? To me, obviously, it's Brock Purdy. And if it's not Brock Purdy, is it Trey Lance? Like, is it? I know it's one preseason game, but is it? I would say this. So is it Trey Lance in December? Yeah, right. Trey Lance in interesting September versus right Arnold in September versus Darnold mm-hmm. in November December like huh. how how quickly how comfortable you are with Lance and, and where he's going and where he's going to end up versus where Darnold is right now Darnold more comfortable clearly we, we saw that and, and if that continues the rest of the preseason and we've seen glimpses of Darnold with bad offenses, with bad offensive lines, with no weapons, with this and that. And we've seen him shine. We've also seen him look really, really bad without those things too. Right. But he's, he he's now has a twice a game in those 55 starts. So if he starts doing good. that, like, <laughs> you know, that's not you can be comfortable until you're comfortable throwing the ball to the other team. So, you know, but will he ever yeah. live down the I'm seeing ghosts out there quote? Oh, I mean, no, that's man. he couldn't he, he he just you can't say that on the mic, man. The, no. You can't say that on the mic. I think you'd have to go win a Super Bowl in order for anybody to kind of let that one yeah, slide. Time too. That's why I can. Yeah. Because Kyle Shanahan compared him to Steve Young. He's like, why can't he be Steve Young? Like, uh, let's compare him to Geno Smith. You know, you let go. him let him kind of disappear for a few years with good coaching, then show up. Like, let's you know, 12, 12 practices with no contact is not going to change Sam Darnold to a new human being. Uh, but maybe a few years of unlearning bad habits and learning good habits, staying with an organization in an offense in a stable situation. All of a sudden he shows up at 30 and you're like, Oh man, he's sucked at 25. He's pretty good at 30. You know, maybe that could be a path for Sam Darnold. Uh, but maybe just all it needed was a little magic dust from, from Kyle Shanahan in one off season. And he's a new guy. I don't know. I mean, it's gotta be nice having Debo and Ayuk and Kittle and McCaffrey and, and juice and you know all these guys to throw to and to work in an offense with uh, I, I just think that you put the right quarterback in there that understands what's happening in this system I think the 49ers are going to win I don't care who it is if it's the guy that's making the right decisions and isn't making the big mistakes and can make the decision can pull the trigger do get out there make the plays Trey see if your arm can make that throw right I mean Donald threw into triple coverage at one point and like nobody's talking about it because it wasn't picked off and it wasn't caught. But if that had been picked, it'd be like, oh, no, here we go. Like, it, we just need you, need you need somebody that's accurate, that understands where everybody's going to be. And, and the 49ers are going to win football games. Hopefully that's Brock Purdy the whole season. And if it's not, then hopefully they pick the right number two that, that's going to come in and, and replace him. Yeah, and you, you can see how it, it lines up pretty easily for, you know, clearly Brock Purdy's the number one. The veteran and Darnold is two. They're really comfortable. They like Brandon Allen is the three. You feel solid about those guys. If someone ca- comes with anything in trade and is willing to take the guaranteed money off Trey Lance, and, and it, but probably better for Trey Lance as well to have an opportunity to, uh, you know, to develop somewhere else, maybe have a better chance at playing and, and seeing reps that he needs. Uh, it could be beneficial to all sides, and it, it, that's becoming pretty clear. But does someone come with a trade? And if they don't, do you just cut Allen? Does someone call about Darnold and not Lance and make that decision easier for the 49ers? Does someone, uh, I was talking to uh, Jake Lisco, one of the co-host of Locked On Bengals. He's like, what's going on with Brandon Allen? Because he was the backup to Joe Burrow and Joe Burrow's hurt. Right hey, we'll take it back. He's like, yeah, is he going to get cut? Is he going to get cut anytime soon? And like, kind of explained the situation to him. I was like, oh, maybe get a seventh or something for, for Brandon Allen in the end. Maybe that happens. Maybe nobody ends up getting cut after all. 
Yeah, I, I would not be surprised if any of those three guys got traded. Honestly, any of the three. I think that if they find the right suitor and they don't have to just cut anybody and just lose them, because I don't think you're going to sneak any of those guys on the practice squad. Like, it's just no. not going to happen. And you know how competitive John Lynch is. Like, he wants to win that. He's like, yeah, give, give me something, guys. You know, yeah, there's going to be some, there's gonna be some vul- vultures circling. He's like, you give me a gosh darn draft pick right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's competitive, uh, which I love. love it. Yep. All right. I won't run in my team. We'll see. Uh, you don't want to overblow one small sample of one preseason sure. game, as little as preseason games mean, but some things do matter and context matters in all of this. And of course, we're going to break all of preseason game two down as well. And we'll chat with Nick about it next Wednesday. Appreciate you as always, Nick, on another successful Winky Wednesday. Yeah, my pleasure, buddy. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for making this your first listen every day. Shout out to the everydayers. Become one. Just subscribe up on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast. Croc and I back tomorrow right here. Locked on 49ers. See ya. Wilson, you sent the game winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.